welcome to the Sports Plus Show with Baker, Big D, and Joe. I'm Joe. You're hearing me first, so you know we're pre-recording. I'm here in kind of su- strangely sunny Portland. You guys are preparing for another storm of the decade, I guess. Yeah. I, I, you know what, Daryl? I don't know. I think up north, I don't know what you guys are going to get, but here I'm, I'm probably going to be about a foot and a half of snow. by wow, the end of the that's weekend. a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. It, it's it's our biggest snowstorm of the year, but we are we're here. We are like, Friday night. Just right, and uh, Joe, it looks like on the coast that they're going to have well over a foot, maybe two feet. Yeah, my sister and parents in New Jersey are expecting to get kind of walloped. I think even worse yeah. than that. So I'm not sure about Jersey, but it might be. And I I think. Matt, we're going to be like at eight to twelve inches in in Belchertown and what and Amherst. That's we'll nothing. That's nothing for Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah. I'd be used to that by now. The kids will be thrilled, though, right, Matt? I've, yeah, they already they came. We had a half day. Uh, kids had half day today. We had nice. professional development in the afternoon, so I picked them up at twelve before I had to run to my meetings, and they're all excited. They're planning out their their weekend of snow football, snow angels, sledding. And then awesome. they're looking forward to uh, bundling up and uh, or cuddling up on Sunday afternoon to watch hopefully another great weekend of football. Now I don't know about you guys, but I, I, as I get older, I become much less tolerant of both the cold and the snow. And that's sort of like I remember the last year the I was. Snow in Mass- I like the snow I like, but I agree the cold gets harder and harder. I mean, the snow looks great, but I just hate having to dig my car out every time I want to go somewhere. That's the that was sort of the frustration. It just involves all this extra labor. Unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like if it's going to snow, I want it to snow. Yes. Like I, I want a good eight, eight to 12 inches, you know. And don't you like it when the snow stays on the ground? I don't, I mean, once I get the driveway shoveled, bring it on. Like I, I would yeah. love, I hope I can build an igloo for the boys tomorrow in the front yard. I've oh, got some buckets ready. I enjoy that stuff. So I, I hate the, Oh yeah. Two inches of snow, three inches of snow, you know, like enough where you have to go out and remove it, but I, what am I going to do in it? You know? So give we me, haven't a good... had any, we haven't had any snow days or delays yet. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think we, we haven't, had, any... I had one snow day. You did. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's January 28th. Winter's pretty much over out here. Like it's going to be 50 degrees plus from here on out. So again, you're all, you're both more than welcome to move out here and no thanks. Join the smart no, people. We, no, are you kidding me? Massachusetts is one of the greatest places to live in the world. It's a great and state. for four months out of the year. And this isn't, no, 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 Darryl, no, no. Quality of life, quality of schools. <laughs> No, we got it. We got it all. We got it all going here. I give Daryl six months before he's in San Diego. Well, I I wouldn't mind San Diego, San Diego. I like that climate, but I also like change. Like I, I I think, yes, I would love, you know, maybe for a year, two years, I would love two seasons, but then I I love the fall. I love springtime. You know, it, it, I don't know. I like the change. It, It always gives me a sense of, New, I, I don't know. In, in case you haven't been paying much attention, spring and fall are gone. They're like they they're like two weeks each at best. Even yeah. in even in in Massachusetts, yeah. it goes those those seasons have shrunk to nothing. Anyway, I still like them, even if it's for two and a half weeks. <laughs> 
I'll All right, it. Joe, what's on your sports list today? All right. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is kind of out of left field, but maybe not. We don't hear him mentioned. And there's a lot of NFL coaching carousel talk to be had, but Deion Sanders, man, mm. he 11 and two this year. He's 15 and five in two seasons there, Jackson State. And, I, you know, for what he's doing there, you'd love to see him stay there for 20 years, but. I this is a guy that if he has another 11 and 2 season next year should be on the list of Mike McCarthy replacements at least. Well, you know one thing that's happening that I think is just wonderful is that the historically black colleges are beginning to get big time recruits both in basketball and football and I think that's wonderful. Well, and it has a lot to do with hiring coaches like like you know hiring a coach a big marquee name like Deion Sanders. Yeah. But it's I you know it's always when some somebody like that gets hired you always got kind of kind of got to grit your teeth and hope they do well and it's nice to see that he's doing well. I mean we mentioned this a few weeks ago, may, maybe closer to a month ago when um, the a five star recruit left. I, I don't even remember what SEC team it was to come over to Jackson State with. Oh, Florida State, I think, because um, that it was Deion Sanders. He pulled this five-star recruit, one of the best, I think it was a corner, away from his alma mater in, in Florida and State. Did he have to did he have to sit a year or not? No, no, no. It, it was it was more or less, you know, um, you know how you can kind of pre-commit as a as a high school student. And so yeah. it's kind of one of those things. Okay. Yeah, this is where I'm going, but never really officially um declared. And then he did the kid de- declared to go to Jackson State. I think it's wonderful. You know, I I do think at least in the near future, I believe Deion Sanders' son plays for Jackson State. I think, I think so. Shador, I think so. Shador Sanders, I think. I think he's the quarterback yeah. there. Um, and I, I, I wonder if, especially with name, the you know the name name image likeness and all that, all those deals now, you know Deion Sanders is going to take care of his son at Jackson State and 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 help that program grow. Um, but he is I, – I think he's the perfect person for those HBCUs. Do you remember how good Deion Sanders was? Yeah, but, but see, like, Deion Sanders is the type of person that's bigger than what he just did on the field. His persona, what he did and brought that that level of showbiz, the the, the prime, right? There's Deion Sanders and then there's prime time. And, and – I, as a kid, I loved it. I practiced, I was playing Pop Warner before and after practices. We would practice his high step because we thought we could do, you know, like, what are we going to do? But he, he, he is that. So I I think it's wonderful. And he's able to do that at Jackson state. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't followed him too closely. You know, I don't know if he's able to do all that at, at, well, I, if he went to a big SEC school, I don't see why he would, why you would think he would struggle to recruit if he can recruit he, Jackson State. Right. I think you know, I, 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 as they start to attract more of these recruits, though, I think you know you'd like to That's see that I'm maybe hoping, yeah. maybe Jackson State can be a, a national championship contender in, in yeah. two or three or four years, and that's where you right because like you said, the national. Um, you know, champions have either been Georgia or Alabama, basically, or, you know, coming from the SEC, um, you know, 
from the south, somewhere in the south. Right from the same region where all these schools are, and that's and that's the thing. You know, that's that's again, that's the vision of seeing him stay there for twenty years. And there, a lot more of the HBCUs would would follow along. I think if he did that. You know, he or if any any of these coaches could do that, could build that kind of a program. And with the name image likeness thing, his son uh, signed a signed a NIL deal deal with uh, our very own Tom Brady. Did he? Huh. I yeah. see. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of uh, nine. Nine deals that Brady signed with college players. Uh, nice. came what, what, what does that mean? He, I guess with his company. What's, it, what's his company? Oh, TB12. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Cade McNamara is another one uh, from Michigan. Is that, is that the company that sells the expensive pajamas? <laughs> Among other things, I think. Yeah, I think they sell a lot of overpriced stuff. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of uh, now is but, lifestyle enhancement. Uh, but so, since we brought up Brady, uh, your favorite quarterback, Joe, um, is he retiring? You know, it's really the first time that you hear him say things that would lean in that direction. And I think he is gonna. I hope. Well, and you know, like you, it's funny. I I declared him done three years ago when he started to flutter all his passes beyond fifteen yards, and you could see that stuff definitely catching up to him. Like he has gone are the day the games where he is just sharp from from whistle to whistle, and he you know you saw it especially this last game and he was terrible in the first half and he, then he was Tom Brady again in the second half, but he's not, and you think they were going to win that game too. It really, man, all four of those, all four of those games were bonkers. That was maybe the best weekend. I, I jumped back on the NFL bandwagon just in time because I I have admitted to you guys that I've watched almost no NFL football this year, but I watched all four of those games, every play, you know, I'm watching them on delay and watching them at my own leisure. But uh, yeah, it, the, that was a fantastic that that weekend is always the best round of the NFL playoffs. But this year, that was that was pretty special. Just think, I mean, every single game was decided on the last possession, the last second, the last second. You had three walk off field goals and then you had the overtime thriller. I can't think yeah. of another time where. It was a wonderful weekend of football. Yeah, and the overtime business is whoever wins the coin toss is going to win it. And all well, probably no, not no. They, they have not to score a touchdown, and and at that point, man, Buffalo's defense was just shredded. I, that wouldn't have mattered. I what I think they ought to do in the playoffs is just play a ten minute overtime period, or yeah. make, make it seven. Make yeah. it seven or eight, but just yeah. get, make it timed. Absolutely, seven and, seven and a half minutes. Make it half a quarter. Because whoever just, wins the coin toss has a tremendous advantage well that's always been the case i sort of i i, you know, I think not in basketball you just do overtime well the, we're not talking about basketball though we're talking about football i mean the the, the tough part i the only thing i i agree with you joe I, I would love to see another quarter another time you, you overtime is x amount of minutes like hockey does it yeah the only well, thing no, hockey, but hockey, if you score, it's over. Right. And that I like that. Right. But you just said you don't like that in football. In football, if you score, you're over. like my suggestion is to just have a, a, a you play 10 minutes, whether anybody scores or not. So you just keep playing the whole 10 minutes, whether the you get five though, touchdowns or no touchdowns and you play the whole 10 minutes, whether or not anyone has scored. I mean, but the difference, though, with hockey, both teams have would have possession of the puck. 
given a chance to score. Um, so right. the only thing, though, I mean, if, if you said you if the ultimate goal was to eliminate the coin toss or the first team to get the the ball, you would have to reduce. have a scrum at midfield. Like you can't have a running clock because it would be too easy for a team, maybe not the Cowboys because they can't manage the clock, but <laughs> you know, like Bill Belichick would absolutely know he would have a nine and a half minute drive. And in a 10 minute period, the other team would never get it to the ball. Well, that's, you know what, if you can so, do that, if you, if your offense can keep the ball for nine and a half minutes and then kick a field goal, good. you deserve good. to win the game. Yeah. No. And I don't disagree with that, but I, but I guess I think like you can, you can milk the clock. You have 45 seconds in between a play or, or what 35 seconds in between a play, you can milk it. So maybe keep the play clock, but stop the game clock or something. Or you maybe know, inside in, inside five minutes, maybe stop the game clock, or right. maybe or maybe for the first five minutes you do it, and then you go back to the last two and a half minutes, go back to the normal clock. Interesting. I guess you could you could figure out some way to tweak I, that. I just I could see. I don't think that solves the problem. I guess right. if you just said, all right, well, hey, we have a ten minute period. All right, well, if I win the coin toss, I'm going to do my best to go on a tremendous advantage. Drive. Right. And and but, and sure. So now you have three minutes. Good luck. You know, it's just a little bit more. Because in hockey and in basketball, there's there's like a you don't have to toss a coin. You you know you have the center jump or the center face off. Right. And well, then, that's yeah. That's because the the way of putting the ball into play in hockey and basketball is equal for both right. teams. That's the that's the thing you can't really do. And in baseball, you're giving baseball, each team. You're giving any, each, and I love I love the changes they made of putting a runner on second base. I love that. Man, I you know how much I hate baseball? I love a 17-inning baseball game, man. <laughs> right, which I, proves you hate baseball. Well, Sitting through a, a five-hour baseball game, especially if you're there, is is like worse than the worst class you've ever had in school. <laughs> <laughs> Who goes to baseball games now? Old men, I guess. Oh, uh, you, No, I, I mean, they, their attendance isn't that bad. You know, they do pretty good. Well, they're not gonna they're not gonna be doing anything this season, so they won't be. Baseball's in bad shape. Going back to this, I, I do I mean, I'm not would it have been nice to see Josh Allen have the ball? Yes. But you know, I in the game of football, the Bills did have a chance to win. You right. had to stop yeah. an offense. The Bills did have a chance and they didn't. Um and the Bills had a chance in regulation. You had thirteen seconds. And and you you played defense the way you played it. You kicked the ball where you kicked it. Yeah. So I I don't I, I agree. I, I mean that game could be, could have played all week. I would have loved to go yeah. back and forth. I, I mean, mean that was just a fantastic is there a, game. Is there a better quarterback than Josh Allen? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> right. You know, but that's I, about I, it. That's about it. it. No, I, I agree with you, Daryl. Yeah. I think it, it's the the two of them. I, I saw a funny. Um, a funny little tweet meme or something like that. But it was like, you know, everyone's saying that Josh Allen, there's nothing else he could have done. He left it all on the field. Nothing else Josh Allen could have done. It's like, yeah, well, he could have called heads. Because <laughs> that's, you know, but it, it was a great game. I, I hope it was, you know what? I, I think it's fair to say it was one of the best games ever. Well, and I don't think the thing is too, I, you know, you can look at that at the overtime format and, and, 
you know, cast blame on that, but I don't think it would have mattered because even if Buffalo had gotten the ball, they would have had to score a touchdown. Otherwise, Kansas City was going to score. There was they were not Buffalo was not keeping Kansas City out of the end zone. So their only chance would have been to win the toss and score that touchdown. But I don't I just hope I just I'm cringing because I am envisioning a college style overtime in the playoffs coming soon. Which, and I which just ends up hate, it hate, ends up hate, taking hate, a score that ended twenty and twenty and making the final score fifty two to 45 or something and you yeah. talk about it sitting through a 17 inning baseball game it can get just as bad with those you know five six seven overtime college games that's not exciting it's like penalty kicks in soccer it's just not it's sort of dramatic but it's not it's not the game it's not the game of football it's weird yeah anyway. i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind seeing a timed period but maybe stopping the clock in between plays so it's not a running clock because I just I don't think that solves the problem. I think a team will milk a seven minute drive, and then pe- more people will complain. Well, but ball, like ball control is it's a it's a, it's valued. It's something that should be rewarded. I think it make it make the make the period long enough. A ten minute drive that's unheard of. That right? No, you get that yeah. once every a six every minute dozen drive, games. a seven minute drive is really difficult, but does happen occasionally. Right. So make it ten. Make it a ten minute quarter with a two minute warning. And so you figure the team that gets the ball first, at most, they're going to give the ball up with two minutes left, having scored a touchdown. I think so that sounds given, pretty reasonable. So you're yeah. given, you know, most of the, even at, at, at the outset, you're going to have a minute and a half to give them two timeouts. You're not going to burn any timeouts on defense. So give mm-hmm. each team two timeouts. I think that's more than enough. I mean, most games you're going to see two or three punts in that 10 minute span. It's not going to be a, you know, every game is not going to be a, a seven minute drive and a three minute drive. Yeah. I mean, like I, I would like, to, I would like to see that. Um, I just, you know, there's always going to be someone complaining, but what a game, what a weekend. And we'll see what this weekend brings. And anybody, now, um, anybody friends with Goodell? Yeah. Right. Give, give him a call. Right. Tell, tell him what we think. What a worthless human being. I want to, I want to jump on something that I neglected uh, last week we were talking okay, about but before you do i just want you to add china and uh nba shoes oh yeah yeah we'll get there we'll get there. there yeah yeah okay but just uh i want to i want to hammer bruce arians for a second because uh, you know we 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 you guys refuse to to give him any culpability in what happened with antonio brown i get that the guy's a million kinds of whatever but uh bruce no, arians it sounds like arians did something Bruce Arians punched a player on the sidelines and he ought to be thrown out of football for it. And I don't know. Did you guys see this? I did. Yeah. I I just, I got no room for it. And I am now on as vehement and anti coach train as I have ever been in my life against this guy. He does it. First of all, take off your damn sunglasses when you're giving a press conference, by the (laughs) way, who the hell does this guy think he is? Oh, I'm done with him. Seventy years fair. old. Get him out. Fair. Uh, Punching players, fair. Matt. Punching players. Okay. Well, Wasn't that well, what got our favorite not, coach fired? Was for kicking me, the kicker. Uh, let me put let me put in context for any any listeners out there who do 
didn't see this or don't know the story. That's Again, important. Matt, Matt, likes, yeah. Matt likes to put Bruce Arians' behavior in context. Here he we go. should. Well, well, I, because, I appreciate what he's doing. He because, punched uh, a player. You know, it doesn't matter what the context is. It does matter. And 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 punching a player makes it sound like he walked up to him, closed fist, and and punched him. He didn't do that. What was happening was there was some scrum on the sideline, and this player was not involved and involving himself in it. And there was a it, it is a bad look and a poor decision on Bruce Arians. I, I'm not so I, I get it. I'm not trying to defend he him. Struck the player in the head. He, did, he struck the player in an attempt to pull his player away from well, another well, scrum. But and, and, and let me be, and this is what happened. Pulling his this player is, is, is grabbing the player's arm and pulling him away. You don't pull player, You don't separate the player by striking him in the head. It was, it, there's a million better ways to do what you're saying. Okay, he okay, was but doing. wait a minute. Can you but let Matt finish his description? Go ahead. But it was what he was doing. So he didn't walk up to the player and like punch him in the face. He was... He reached over and and looked like he kind of like, you know how you would cuff, what the hell are you doing? You know, like, I'm not saying it was okay. He went up and he struck the player, pushed him. He, he struck him in like his helmet shoulder pad area and then kind of pushed him in his shoulder and was like, get out of here. And, and I'm, I, but that is what happened. So do you I'm call not, that a punch, Matt, or not? It didn't look push. Like, I would I wouldn't call it a punch. Without okay. explaining the whole story, I wouldn't right. call it a punch. All right, Joe, give All us right. the truth now. Go it ahead. It was not a push. He struck him in the head with a fist. And again, okay, so so it, it, he. What do you mean? Right. He, he had a closed fist. He had a he had a helmet on, but he struck him with a. I mean, it wasn't. It, he didn't. Wasn't like I'm putting up my dukes and I'm going to yeah. jab you in the head. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't this an open hand. No, and it was not a grab. It was not an attempt to separate him from anything. It was an it was an aggressive act, is what it was. So you it, think it he was should aggressive, be aggressive, but but you it, think it he was, should be drawn and quartered, Joe? Huh? I think was, he should be. I think he should be thrown out of coaching. No, I, I, I yeah. It it was aggressive, um, but it wasn't. It, it it would be like it, it, it was one of those moments like what are you doing you're like it it was aggressive it was impulsive it's a bad look what would I'm happen if saying, you did that to one of your students I, but, Listen, okay, Michael, but I, I'm Michael not going to compare what I would do to a right. six or seven year old student to a professional athlete player grown man. Yeah, right, but good. also my goal this year in my last year of teaching is to not get fired before the end of the year. <laughs> you're, and you're you're on thin ice, aren't you? Always. You always are. Are you, are you yeah. punching students in the head? What's going on out there? <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, Matt, you you know, as a he again, this is someone who's in his charge, who's in his employment, and this is not how you handle those things. There were a, you know, whatever, forty five. His own player that he struck. Yes, there were okay. there were there were forty five well, other things he could have done, other than what he did. The th thing that he chose to do was about the third worst thing that he could have done. So why not suspend him for a couple? I just rewatched it. I just rewatched it. So nothing. There's nothing that's going to happen. There's he not was even. Fined. He was fined, which slap on the wrist. He was, was fined. So fifty thousand dollars, which I think 
I think it was what it was, right? Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's not, you know, it it's, was, for him, it's I, lunch I, money. I just right. rewatched it. I just rewatched it. And and let me correct myself too. This was, it was, it happened to Adams. I don't know his first name. Um, he was a player on the field already. So he didn't come off the sideline like I kind of alluded to. He was on the field already, but was running into a little bit of a scrum. Arians from the sideline, he lunged with an open hand. He lunged at him and struck him here. And then another kind of whiff on another open hand, kind of whiffing his shoulder. And then you see Adams kind of look at him back up and Arians is like, get away. So I'm sorry, Joe, that's not a lifetime. That's not getting fired. It's not getting fired. I'm not, given everything with Antonio Brown, how he handled (sighs) that, he, this, it's a bad look. And and, there's no, sir, there is, again, I'm, I have have no budget, no budging on this. There's zero circumstances that it's okay for a coach to strike a player. Zero. I don't care. Zero. Zero. I yeah. see the argument isn't that that statement is not incorrect, right? So I, it's hard because I understand what you're saying. Yeah, sure. But we're talking about grown men. We're talking about a football player who could defend himself if he felt necessary to. And then what happens if the, player, about- if the player punches the coach, the player's out of the league for life. That's the, that's the, that's exact. I'm glad you pointed that out. So that might be an, so that, so if that happened, I, you know, the, the, given this, I, I just, I'm, I'm not debating that. Oh yeah, sure. If a coach wants to punch a player that, yeah, he should, I'm not saying that you're right in that. But, but what Matt is saying, Joe, is that he didn't punch him. He slapped him. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You still can't. It's not. It's. It's not a way to administer what you want to administer. And again, so so Matt, you shot down my. What would happen if you did that to one of your kids? But let's let's go back. What would happen if the player did that to the coach? Legitimately, realistically, would that player be anywhere in the league right now? If yes, knowing Antonio Brown, this situation. No, no, no not Antonio Brown. This has nothing to do with. You guys want to bring Antonio Brown into this? Nothing to do with Antonio Brown. I'm not, I, I mean, know, but look. but he should have not come back, and he did. So I, so I don't think that the person would necessarily be out of the league forever. What I think, if let's say this situation, what just happened, if Bruce Arians hit him in the head, brushed his shoulder, got in the guy's face, and the guy pushed Bruce Arians back. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what if the player had done, the had initiated the contact like Arians did. They do it a lot. The players punch you're coaches. You're, you're, you're suggesting in, in, this, in your situation, you're, you're saying the player. Coach was, and player get into an argument on the sideline. Player, player hits the coach in the side of the head. Open hand, slaps him in the side of the head. At, at, the player is immediately not going to be on that team anymore, and he probably finds another team. Latrell Sprewell choked his coach. PJ, right. well, no, wait, 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 let's right. not compare right. the let's not compare no, kumquats. Let's not compare think, kumquats and laptops here. All right, we're I talking think, about. I we're do talking think about the one specific incident. Well, the team, but but see, there is a hierarchy. Like, let's not also pretend that. So it's okay for the people in authority to hit the people they're they're in charge of. That's what you're saying. 
That's my problem with all of it is that I, the, I, you can't let the people in authority get away with things that the people underneath them couldn't. Like that's exactly, that's, that's, you know, that's called, point. that's called fascism. That's exactly what, you know, like, oh my God, I sound like an or old man. Or it's also called so modern day America. Oh, oh my God, let me off. Good God. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. I, I just, in this situation, I, I, it, it, it wasn't a punch. Um, it, it was a bad look. All right. Judgment. Let's in move the on. Moment. I don't know. Next, I mean, Joe. What's I, next on our list? Well, again, like I just wanted to make sure my you, base point remains that you can't allow people in authority to strike the people that they are in charge of, whether they are adults or professionals or second graders. That's, I would buy that. I, I would. If we weren't talking about football which is the most violent no, but, sport in the world. Why does that shouldn't excuse more crappy no, Joe, behavior? We, that's the worst thing, man, when we use bad behavior to excuse more bad behavior. It, yeah, your point, Darryl, see, you're supposed to be the one with the conscience, man. I live you're in America. Usually one, you're usually the one that drags us, off, drags us off these ledges. Now you're kind of shoving us onto it. Let me, let me say this, Joe. Like, if, if the coach was in a in a heated discussion with the player and the coach smacked him I no no room for that I just every and I, I don't know how you would you know draw a line oh this is okay this isn't I just to me this and I understand your point and 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 you're you're saying it never should happen and I give you credit for that I guess if 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 Bruce Arians and Adams were arguing over play calls and Bruce Arians pushed him away or smacked him, I, I would be 100% with you. That's not okay. This situation where Bruce Arians ran over there to get his player out of the way and he hit him in the helmet and went to push him in the shoulder pad and kind of whiffed a second time, I'm not going there that this was a malicious, I'm trying to hurt you. I think this was a get your head out of your butt and get away from this so we don't get penalized and was it the right way to do it maybe not but that i'm kind of, that's where i'm i'm at with it i'm not saying it was malicious i'm saying it was stupid and it was aggressive and it was again like the 10th best option for accomplishing what he wanted to accomplish all right yeah you know, could have done a million other things all right on to yeah. happier things Yes. And it's not, again, not someone we're usually uh, accustomed to mentioning along with happy things, but uh, Mark Cuban, did you guys see this? No. This whole no. thing? So he announced. Um, Actually, I, think, I like Cuban. I like uh, him. Well, and he's always like treated his players really well. Yeah. You know, he, he stood seems up to be for a, him. A, a, yeah. good, a good boss, right? I mean, he, well, he's bad about arguing with the refs while, <laughs> while the game's going on, you know? Yeah, he is a little overprivileged in that respect, but. I, I got to give him some credit because he announced he owns a pharmaceutical company, a, a distributor, and they are going to make prescription drugs available at tiny fractions of what they're currently available for. And really, I mean, this is something that's really wow. genuinely going to directly, quickly help a whole lot of people. So let's, let's give him credit. We always that's off the mark. We, yep. we call out these billionaires. We say how we want them to help. And he's helping in a very, very, very concrete way. So anyone wants to throw a couple bucks to, to towards the Dallas Mavericks in response, we, we would endorse that. Yeah, but. no, that that's great. That That is good. I like that. And uh, so 
um, I got to I got to do a yeah yeah yeah. You guys were wrong about uh, LeBron James, who's no, play, I am playing right. Like, playing like nineteen-year-old LeBron James. What are you right but about? But the Darryl? Lakers are going nowhere. The Philly killed them last night. Yeah, the the Lakers are still they still won seven out of ten. LeBron's, Philly killed them by like twenty points. Philly is such a good team. They're unbelievable. Philly's the third best team in the East. And Philly's uh, no no slouch. I mean, I think they're maybe the best, but um, yeah, they could be. But you know, I still think the Lakers are in trouble. I really do. And you know, I'm willing to stick with that prediction that I made early <laughs> on in the year that they're in trouble. I think they are. We'll what see. What does what does trouble mean? Does that mean not that making they're the not playoffs? winning anything? They're not going to be in the. They're not going to win hardly anything in the playoffs. How do you think they're going to win a round? They're going to win what the are, first what's round. What's their record right now? Aren't they close to five hundred? Yeah. yeah, but so yeah. is half. So, so is half. They're the like the Celtics. The Celtics are going nowhere. Philadelphia is the real thing. Philadelphia is good. Well, Philadelphia is yeah. playing without you know one and a half of their best players. They just lost lost Curry too. So I don't know. I I mean I love Embiid. Right. I, I mean love- imagine if Simmons was playing. <laughs> I, Philly, they just this this Thibel is tremendous. Um tremendous so the, defensive player. So and Embiid is great. As much as I hate to say that, he is great. Philly is tremendous. I'm worried about LA. They just don't they don't have that much going. Now, is LeBron good enough by himself? Yeah, he is. But see, here's what here's and, and I I don't have much to say on this. You guys are the basketball um experts. I, I thought the Lakers would be better than they were. I thought they would be at least a five, six, five seed. Um, and then winning a playoff round, absolutely, you could do that with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. The problem, sure, and, uh, LeBron Davis James. Davis is great. Up, Davis is great. When he's there, though, I, I've always yeah. said that, you know, he's never there. Um, and LeBron James is putting up numbers, but it's not necessarily translating to his team dominating and winning and and, and looking good in it. So I I don't know. I'm I'm actually leaning more closer to Daryl thinking they I do think they'll be in the playoffs. Right. But I don't know if they I mean if they're a seventh or eighth seed, yeah, they're gonna I play did, a I don't really see great them team. Upsetting the Suns or or who else I don't even know who else is Utah. Suns and Utah are yeah, the I don't see cream them. of the crop. Golden State. I don't see them upsetting them. Golden State, yeah. So they're, they're any the Lakers play Utah, those three, they aren't beating them. Utah's yeah. to Utah's two and eight in their last ten. They're down to fourth. They're behind Memphis now. So that's the thing about the West. It's so tightly packed. You guys, man, again, underestimate the Lakers all you want. It's not okay. even the All Star break yet. They're they're the nine seed right now, but they're a game and a half out of the six. Let, so let me ask this question. What what is it that's giving you confidence in like, yeah, Lakers, if like if you if we if we were betting right now, you would be confident in in putting money on the Lakers making a playoff run? I would put them at least through the first round. I would say I mean, what, what am I talking? Do I think they're going to they're going to make the finals? Probably no, but not. are they going to beat Phoenix if they play Phoenix in the well, first round? I, I, mean. like, I think Phoenix and Golden State are better. I think you, right. you can make a so, case. And right now, that's who they're going to play, one of those two teams. But if you tell me that any other any other team other than those two is going to beat the Lakers in the playoffs, I would tell you no way. So if the Lakers can get up to six, they can make the conference finals. They make the conference finals, and DeAndre Ayton gets hurt, 
anything yeah, can yeah. happen. So yeah. again, you're, you're underestimating the wrong guy. And I hope LeBron hears what you're saying about him. I, I never said he was Daryl has been on the LeBron James is done train. I think well, he's still... the, the Lakers, the Lakers made a mistake in getting all these old players. If you look at Carmelo Anthony, man, he just doesn't have it. He can't play defense. You know, they're not that good a team. They, they let Caruso go. That was a bad one. Have, have you watched, have you watched Carmelo play this year? I watched, I watched him last night play and he didn't look very good. I, I mean, I watched him all last year with Portland, and man, I never saw him play any kind of defense with the he Knicks. Doesn't like try. He doesn't He no, he did last year. So I don't know oh, what yeah. happened. I don't know if he went, you know, if he lost the desire because that's all it really was with him. And you could see that he had that ability the whole his whole career. He just didn't use it because once he got engaged on defense, and I don't know what it was about the Blazers that got him to do that because they are the worst defensive team in the league. But he, man, it was. I was flabbergasted oh, watching good. him play last year, but I, I haven't seen him play with the Lakers, so I don't. He played Let, like six minutes against Portland, so I, I haven't seen him play much to see if he's reverted back. Ask to, this question, so Joe, don't jump all over me. <laughs> oh, great! Now, okay, can't right, wait for this one. Here we go. I, think about all of the players that were on Lakers rosters over the last few years that LeBron James has had a part in sending them away and trading for other players, players that he wanted to play for. Um, off the top of my head, you had Lonzo Ball, you had um, Brandon Ingram. I, I can't think of off the top of my head. Right, right. But the, I'm not going to argue that the list that list is long. That right. list is pretty big. And, and that list right now of players who were on the team that have been shipped off are all now young all-stars. Is LeBron, is it fair to, here's my question. Is it fair to call him? a team, a, a franchise, killer's the wrong word. He's brought a, he's brought a championship to every place he's been. But I, I mean, this was my argument on why players should play and GM should play. I understand why LeBron James is like, no, man, I'm here now. I want to win now. I get that. But there's yeah. a post LeBron as well. And the, now the Lakers are going to be bad, really bad. When Once LeBron he retires, leaves. So right. is, is, is there something to that? Like, is LeBron James, is he allowed to be too much in control of him where he understandably sees where he is and isn't looking for the future? Why would he? Why does he care what the Lakers do when he's gone? Well, let's first of all, let's not judge the Lakers post LeBron until the Lakers are post LeBron. All right. right. We don't know. And, and the know Lakers how... historically have always rebounded quickly. And so. And and he may, and the right the Lakers are never going to be short of players that want to come play there, right. where whether it's by trade or by free agency. And also, you know, we've seen players that when they leave, you know, the team that they've spent their whole career, they want to reward that team, so they work the deal so they can be traded in a way that's beneficial to that to that team. So I wouldn't say I you know that's not out of the question either. He may find a way to turn himself into a couple draft picks for the Lakers. If he well, does, if he right. does decide to go somewhere else, which at this point he'd sort of have to envision him staying there till he retires. Right. What's he got two, two, maybe three more years. Yeah. I mean, he's maybe. 30, he's 37, you know, which is isn't that old, but in basketball. Yeah. But in he started what, when he was 18, 19, yeah. he's in got basketball, a lot of miles. In the miles. In the basketball, it's the miles that mount up. And after a time, your body wears out. 
It doesn't matter how great an athlete you are, how much you train, you can only do so many miles. And, and the, pl- the players Le- that make LeBron it- is close to the end. The players Anthony make- Davis isn't, but Anthony Davis has never shown the ability to make to carry a team into championship realms. Uh, again, making that the mark of whether a player is any good is kind of a kind of a mistake. Um, yeah. Hey. Anthony Davis is great, but he has always had injury problems. When he's on the court, he's a top five player in the well, NBA. He, when he's he on was the court. brilliant against the Sixers, but the Sixers were ahead by twenty points. Yeah, and just you know, back to LeBron for a second. I think the other thing, you know, he's thirty-seven. He's going to be thirty-eight. The players that make it into you know forty-two, John Stockton, Steve Blake, they're all these little point guard but no they're not the not the six seven they're not 240 th- pound players and they're not playing inside like he's done half his career and and, and lebron you know. though but lebron is i guess you'd have to say the greatest player ever he's awesome but i still i'm gonna stick with i don't think the lakers are winning it this year so. I mean, a lot of that's going to depend on, on like Matt said, how long Davis can actually stay on the court. If right. he's, you know, if he's healthy and productive, that's a team we really haven't seen much of. So again, like you can look at what the where the Lakers are after forty nine games, but the team could look a whole lot different come second round of the playoffs. And you put them up against even Phoenix, I would trust a healthy. Lakers team against a healthy Phoenix team over a healthy Phoenix team records be damned. No, no, never, never been any upsets in the playoffs. Oh yeah, there has been. All, All right. right. So what China, about China? China, what about China? China, the, the where, I mean, which, which right, well, problem do you want to start with? Question. Are either of you going to watch the, the Olympics? I am. Does it matter? I mean, well, no, but I'm just wondering personally, are you going to watch it? I am. I'll um, watch the hockey. More so. That's, I'll probably watch the hockey, but it's reluctantly. I, because I have to tell you, China is just evil beyond, just like Russia and Putin. It's just like we really shouldn't, you know, we should not be supporting them. Now, I feel sorry if the athletes lost the ability to compete. And I agree that the Olympic hockey is, I think, the single most exciting thing in sports. And I don't like hockey all that much. But the the Olympics hockey, where it comes down to uh, endless overtime and somebody finally scores and wins the gold medal, it's a it's a terrific game. And it's the best of the best of best players in the world. Yeah. So, Matt, do you want to talk about the uh... – the, the the situation the basketball shoe situation well oh yeah that's a great because, story well because so, I, I got I got some thoughts that you guys aren't gonna like so well no I mean I'll, I'll just give a rundown and then I'll I'll, I'll let it to you because I'm not very well versed in this but basically now um you've got government officials want to question some of the athletes whose companies are um, involved in some questionable labor practices. Am I saying that? I mean, yes, the four, right? the four Chinese companies um, are not nice people. Well, and let's say not nice people. They're involved in allegedly again, involved in slave labor or forced, yeah. forced labor situations, forced labor factory situations. Yeah. And so uh, they want to question some of the 
uh, NBA athletes who have deals with them. And uh, good I, for that's them. what I got. So go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, here's where I'm going to sound like Matt a little bit because <laughs> not that I'm saying it's okay to Just use slave it. labor, but yeah. I'm curious why it feels like a little bit of bandwagon jumping. I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong phrase. I'm curious as to why this is all of a sudden a problem when it's been a problem in the, especially in the sneaker industry for decades. And now, well, Nike, okay, I can to the point where, well, to the point where Nike has had to put a, a statement on its website that says we don't use slave labor, but they still use, you know, Bangladeshi 14 year olds making a dollar a week. And so again, the, the line between what we allow and what we get and Matt, I understand like, cause this, you, this is often a complaint of yours. Why does this piss us off? And right. this doesn't bother us at all. This is so one of those question. for me that, that this is, you know, it's only a little bit worse than what the, all the companies that were all wearing their stuff are doing. And my other, my other point is if we're going to boycott China, we're all really, really screwed, including Daryl, you and that electric car you drive, whose yeah. batteries were, there's an 82% chance that they were made in China. So, you know, we can, we can get moral all we want. I'm but getting the another is, battery tomorrow. <laughs> the truth is, no, but no, but the thing is, you know, again, you know, I'm an optimist and I do believe that the arc of history, you know, is moving in the right direction. And I think that's why, you know, we're beginning to talk about, you know, this is a pretty uh, minute type of argument that you're that their players are taking money from companies that have unscrupulous habits. It's good to hear that we're at a point in our society that that's become an issue. That's good. But again, it's not like it's just clear, like there's five bad guys and 150 good guys. Everybody, you know, everything's a shade of gray. Well, everything's a shade of poop it was pretty much the way it's gone. I mean, Amazon does super shady things, too, and has horrible conditions in their warehouses, and their their ads are on every NBA arena. I know, and I vow to not order Amazon for books i want to go to bookstores i go to the bookstore they don't have the book they can order uh, it you uh, know i could have stayed at home and ordered it from amazon and had it by the time you know i go to the bookstore so i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a web app. in fact i'm going to mention it on the air right here right now if you want books forget amazon go to iconoclastbooks.com it's a bookstore in haley idaho it's owned by a, a friend of mine named sarah she is a single mom with uh, who's been running this business on a shoestring for decades. It's a fantastic store. She'll get your book. Your book will get to you in three days instead of two. You can wait an extra day to support a small business. So what's the name of that again? Iconoclast books. Iconer. Iconoclast. Iconoclast. Yeah. Like kind of like you, Matt. Iconoclast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and actually, I don't think she's, I think she's no longer in Haley. She's in one of those little towns in the Sun Valley, Idaho. It's like a, it's where a lot of um, ski uh, and fancy Hollywood people have the ski chalets. Uh, Batman, yes. who's the guy? Daryl, you know this. Adam Wayne. Adam, Adam West. Adam West. Adam West had a, had a house up there. And it, Bruce West. And in the, in the phone book, he, under Adam West, you know, West Adam, it said, see Wayne Bruce. And then under Wayne Bruce, it said, see Batman. And then under Batman, it said, see West Adam. 
So um, it's got a sense. Okay, of so but should um, should our athletes be in China for the Olympics? I mean, we've, we've we've brought this up before, and I think yeah, just a quick yes or no. Well, b- 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 again, I'll give you the same answer I've given you the last three times. That I quickly, I don't. It doesn't. You can't cheat the athletes. Yeah, I yeah. Right. You know, unless you're going to offer them something that is comparable, is a comparable experience with comparable prestige. You can't ask the athletes not to go. I don't think. Formula One should be racing in China. I don't think tennis should be playing in China. I don't think they should be right. playing in Russia or Iran or any of these other places where they are where they're participating. But it's not going to stop it from happening. I mean, we can, you know, again, I, I don't know that. Again, I showed you how, how current my knowledge is. I was going to say Juan Antonio Samarank, but he was IOC president about 40 years ago. But whoever's the head of the um, IOC, I'm sure doesn't give a crap what we think. Right. Um, are you guys watching any of the uh, Aussie Open? I no. I watched uh, the first men's semi. I watched the uh, just like little dribs the and drabs. Women are really interesting. I've the watched dribs really and drabs here and there. What happened? Who won the semi? The first semi. Barty. Yeah, I think it was Barty. Yeah, I mean she's yeah. uh, un- seems unstoppable. Yeah. No, it's really good. It's good tennis. It's fun. It really is. I watched a lot more of it last year. I don't know why. It's just not on my radar this year. There's been a lot of basketball to catch up on. A lot of podcasting. I was going to say, well, with all your shows. All right. You got anything else on your list, Joe? Uh, just something that's kind of uh, vaguely philosophical and I don't really understand my own notes on. So uh, go, go ahead. Go. I, I don't have much else. Uh, well, I think what I was trying to get at, again, trying to make sense of my own notes from like four days ago. Um was that we've we've gotten to a point in our and again matt this is i'm I'm like jumping on all your pet peeves today um (laughs) we've gotten to this point with and again i hate using this term so i won't i was going to say the media but there is no media with targeted targeted news media targeted targeted stories quote stories targeted posts and now that i am charged with writing some of these posts you know i can sort of see how things work from the other side and it's really easy to serve you things that go along with things that you already believe it's so easy to categorize things that are published in any one of a dozen different directions. And when I write a story about the Blazers, I can make it through Google appeal to fans of a particular player or another team, or when CJ McCollum's wife had a baby, you know, I used her name and tried to, you know, anyone who was looking for any information about her would, there are a lot of ways to make your, to slot your news, right? To categorize things mm-hmm. that are that are produced now, and what Google and what all the news delivery systems have done, including every social media outlet you have, is now they they're using that to serve you things that will just continue to confirm whatever it is you know. So, I don't know. I, it may get to the point where shows like this are obsolete because no one's 
these these discussions right. aren't happening anymore because everyone is going to be so firmly entrenched in whatever yes. it is that they already believe that there won't Preach. be there won't be any desire to do this or any need to because we'll all be at that point probably all have killed each other but i you know more of, like you know more of the ins and outs on how that works than i do i don't but that's you're absolutely right i mean that's i think i brought it up maybe like a year ago about the the netflix documentary the social the social network yeah yeah the so, right oh the social it, dilemma sorry the, the, right and i i think that's extremely dangerous when we no longer have a sense of an opinion we believe it to be fact because yeah. this was this was my thought process and look i can find 10 articles quick yeah proving this is true we when we entrench ourselves in fact 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 and it's really a different viewpoint you know and and i was even thinking of this from different medical things and and like there's a reason why you can show a doctor you can have a cat scan and show it to one doctor and you'd have one diagnosis a prognosis a a a course of care and then you'll show it to another doctor for a second opinion which would be the right thing to do and they might have a completely different course of care for you and it doesn't necessarily mean that one would be right or wrong right that's a second opinion one doctor has a different viewpoint one doctor has a different experience but we're at, we're at a point now where god forbid somebody has a second opinion almost well, but, right and, but at least if you put those two doctors in a room together you know that they could have a civilized conversation and right. come up with a conclusion that would benefit everyone right. and it's funny when right they can say in my experience it's been this well and i was going to say here. i was going to say when daryl and i were kids but i guess when daryl was a kid he had like smoke signals but when we were <laughs> when we were younger there were there were literally three tv channels and the news was Tom Brokaw, Walter Cronkite. It was the three, these three dudes who read you the who news. Who were revered. Who were revered. And, and they all were held to the same standards, right? They all behaved. They all, all, their organizations behind them all did things to the same journalistic standards. Now, you're kind of taking a crapshoot when you read something, whether, you know, even if it's from a reputable source, there have been enough, you know, there's been enough that's happened in the last 15 years that is, destroyed my faith in the New York Times, which used to be the gold standard for all of it. And now I don't even use that as one of my sources of reference anymore because they've had so many instances of reporters fabric fabricating things. And it's, you know, it can get through even the best organizations. So when you see something that- But I would, in defense of the New York Times, I would say that they admit mistakes. They have to. Every news right. organization but, has but, to. No, but some places, no, but some, some, some outlets do not oh. admit mistakes. Hearing Daryl, you defending the New York Times is like you defending Joe Biden. It just makes me shake my head. I will defend Joe Biden. Oh, Thank for, you. How? For what? Thank what? You. Oh my good lord! He's uh, he still hasn't forgiven my student loans yet. <laughs> no, but you know what? There's a chance that he may. I better do it before June. Before I have to start paying again. No, I agree. But the, you know, in our previous president, it was never a possibility. So at least it's a possibility. And the thing is, you know, because of the Senate. So like, what's really incredible about politics is that 
senators used to talk to each other. And, you know, it's sort of just like this previous discussion we just had, they they would be open to hearing other people's opinions. Now it's not like that. Well, it's funny. Before that, there was the era where they would hit each other with sticks, right? Like there right. Was, so I, right. maybe we're headed back to that. And I tell you what, I'd watch a whole lot more C-SPAN if that were the case. I was going to say that'd probably be a little bit more interesting when you, if you wanted to sit down and listen to a hearing. But Joe, so I, I don't, I, if there's a question that you can't ask, I'm not looking to get you in trouble. I know you, you work for these outlets and you write stories and, and, um, so when you're writing a story and you're looking to publish it, are you given demographics to target? Like how, how does that work for so Google? And is that so when, you search, when you search it, Google has an algorithm that's going to send me hits of what they think I want to watch or, or, or read. So there are things that you could do aside from writing the body of the article. There are like there's a, a plugin, a WordPress plugin that gives you a bunch of fields off to the side where you go in and you input search terms and like a blurb, like a preview blurb. And there's a few there's like eight or 10 of those fields that you fill out ranging from, you know, 40 characters to, you know, a couple hundred, you know, a couple hundred characters. So what you do is you want to arrange what you put in those boxes to capture as many searches as possible. So in other words, so I get it. So like when you're writing about formula one, you put Hitler and Trump in the search. <laughs> no, box. Exactly. Exactly. Not because I want to capture the people that are looking for Lewis Hamilton, formula one. And so for, for that sort of stuff, it's sort of, you know, if you're writing about a particular athlete, a particular team, a particular sport, that's what goes in those areas. But when you're writing, like, for example, the story I did about McCollum's, CJ McCollum's wife having a baby, that sort of took me outside that. But it was it also gave me a chance to target another kind of branch audience. And it's a different skill. It's definitely a learned skill. The SEO stuff is something that's become a whole kind of separate industry. SEO, search search engine optimization. So it's basically Google tricks. And it's become a whole profession unto itself and also kind of a subset of web design and journalism and marketing and a lot of other things. So tell, well, get your kids, it, Matt, get them, get them into SEO. It's the, it's the still the future. I would again like to say, I wish I had been born a hundred years earlier after the use of antibodies, whenever that was, <laughs> you know, where medicine became fairly good, but well before computers, you know, <laughs> Well, hey, everybody in the Northeast, stay warm, enjoy the snow. Everybody out there in the West, enjoy your uh, almost summer, I guess. Well, and also, like, do you guys have water still in the West, or has that disappeared? Up here, we're okay, but it's because we're in rainland. I don't know. I'll, we'll see what happens in a couple of months when I get down into California and Arizona. All right. But, see anyway, you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Have a good week.